Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Southern Spectre Podcast. I'm your host, Isaiah, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Lexi. Lexi, how are you? Hey, hey, what are you up to? I am just, just, just here. I'm existing. Just here? Okay. That's better than the alternative. That's right. That's true. I could not be breathing right now. And so, there you go. That's right. Um, so guys, I, I know we took a, a week off last week. Um, I think me and Lexi both needed that. Um, uh, I mainly, mainly it was me. I dropped the ball on some things, but, um, no worries. Uh, you know, when you do this and you have a, a daily life, uh, you know, a life outside of the show, it does seem to, uh, daily life comes first. You have other things, other priorities you have to take care of first. Um, don't get me wrong. I wish we could do this full time and get paid for it. So if anybody's <laughs> right. out there that wants to pay us like a huge chunk of change to to do this, I would love to do it full time. We'll take it. <laughs> we'll take it. Sold to the man in the yellow hat. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, aside from that, um, we're going to be bringing you a little bit of horror movie trivia today. Um, this is something I thought that would be really fun. Um, so me and Lexi are going to, we're going to be testing each other's knowledge on horror movies in general. But before I get to that, there's something I've been wanting to relay to you guys that uh, happened. Let's see. I think it took place back here at the beginning of February. So, yeah, I'm almost a month and a half late. Um, but long story short, uh, me and my sister, uh, we both are lovers of horror movies, of course. And we actually got to go to uh, what is known as Mad Monster Party. Uh, uh, which is, which was being held in, um, uh, what's the name? It's in North Carolina. Um, it's right around, it's just on the other side of Charlotte. And so, uh, we went up there and, uh, we really enjoyed it. It was really cool. Um, we got, I got to see a bunch of, uh, famous people that I, I never thought was I'd see in real life. Um, the biggest all out of all of them, I'd say would definitely be Nev Campbell, uh, yeah, so she was there. She was signing uh, autographs, and uh, it's just really weird to see. You know, you see videos and TikToks and YouTubes and stuff of people meeting famous celebrities and such, but, you know, it's just so much different when you see them in person for yourself. Right. Um, and so, yeah, I was kind of, I was a little starstruck, not going to lie. Um, you know, not that, I'm a, <laughs> yeah, not that I'm a huge fan of hers or anything, but when you see somebody of that status, it's just natural to, I guess, be overwhelmed with a little bit of emotion, you know, even if that is the fact that you are a little bit starstruck. And I guess I yeah. was, um, because I was like, oh my God, you know, look, she's right there. Like 10 or she was like literally like 10 feet away from me. And of course there was this long line of people waiting to get her autograph and stuff. And I'm not one, I don't know, <laughs> I, maybe if the right celebrity or right person came along, I'd pay to have their autograph uh, or a right. picture taken with them. But I, I just wasn't in the market for Nev Campbell or anybody else's yeah. autograph. Not um, to stand in that long of a line anyway. Yeah, I just I just couldn't do it. But um, Kane Hodder, who uh, played uh, Jason uh, Voorhees, he was there. Um, then you have uh, Corey Taylor from Slipknot and Stone Sour. He was there. Uh-huh. Uh, trying to think of who else was there. Uh, some of the uh, the cast of the Revenge of the Nerds movies 
were there. Uh, the guy who, I don't remember any of their names. I actually had all this wrote down and I lost the paper. So shame oh, on no. you. Oh, <laughs> no. Shame <laughs> uh, on you. Uh, but um, uh, Robert Carradine, he was there who plays uh, Lewis, Lois Skolnick, Lois, Lewis Skolnick in the movie Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, he was there. Uh, I'm trying to think of the other guy's name. I can't. I, I Booger. He plays Booger uh, <laughs> okay. in, 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 in the movie. Um, the guy who plays Ogre, he was there in the movie. Um, that's all that's really coming to mind right now. I'm sure I'm, there was plenty of other people there. Um, but they had panels. They did discussions and things like that. They showed movies. Um, there was a ton of people selling merch. So, I mean, there was merch for days. Oh, wow. So and you can I find mean, whatever days. you might be in the market for. Oh, absolutely. Um, oh, what did you come home with? <laughs> far too much. Less money. Gonna, um, our next episode is going to be a video episode. And Isaiah is going to show all of his fancy things that he picked up. Maybe I will. Maybe you uh, will. We would all enjoy it, I'm sure. Um, I actually got uh, I got two Funko Pops. Not that I'm a huge Funko Pop collector or anything, but I found these two and I decided. What is a Funko no. Pop? Oh, my gosh. Lexi, are you, do you, know, you know the little dolls in the, in the little boxes? They say Funko on them. You can go to Walmart and find them like in the music section or like the That's video That's new game. on me. Really? I've never heard of a Funko Funko Pop. Funko Pop. Yeah. Never heard of it. Oh my are they goodness. Like, are they like homies? Uh, yeah, I guess you could say that, but they're like they're like miniature characters of or miniature figurines of, you know, like different characters and stuff from movies, uh video games, uh TV shows, what what have you. Um so I got a Funko Pop Ash Williams from the Evil Dead. Oh, nice. And so he's all clean. I wish he would have been covered in blood, but he's all clean. He's got the classic blue denim shirt, uh, the pants, and the chainsaw, and, uh, of course, the slick back hair and everything. Uh, but like I said, I really wish I had gotten him covered in blood or something, but they didn't have that. Yeah. One. So Aww. it was for the it was for the 40th anniversary uh, edition. Um, 40 years. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, I got him. I actually got the Mandalorian uh, with the mask, uh, with the helmet off, and holding baby Grogu. Oh, uh, yeah. I that was my third Mandalorian uh, Funko Pop, and I was like, you know what? I got to get that one because I don't have a, I don't have Grogu yet, so I need right. a Grogu. Uh, so I got that one, and then I found a third one, which was Chernabog. From the segment entitled uh, One Night on Bald Mountain uh, from the Disney movie Fantasia. Um, okay. So if you've never seen that, I go go check it out. Chernabog is actually like this huge demon that uh-huh. arises from the top of the mountain. And it, he's pretty badass because he like commands <laughs> all the other demons from the town below to like rise up out of their graves and everything. And it, it's Ooh. pretty it's pretty intense. Um, so, now where do was, you display your Funko Pops? Um, out in my out in my little shed, I guess you could say. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna actually send you a link right now. Um, there, Lexi. And sorry, folks. Just give me two seconds. Eagerly awaiting. Yeah, I know, right? 
Um, so yeah, if you go there, you can definitely go check it out. They have a ton of them. They have anything from um, uh, Harry Potter, Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, DC, The Office, NBA, The NFL. Office. I just saw those. <laughs> really? Uh, so, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so like majority of them, um, I don't know if you're looking at the ones that I'm looking at right now, but I see a, a Jimi Hendrix and a... Uh, yeah, I do too. Yeah, that those, I don't have any that look like that. They actually have the facial features and stuff. Uh, but okay. like you got Whitney Houston and stuff on there. I have those kind, like they got the big square head and then they have their little outfits and everything. That's what Those are the kind that I have. Um, th- they're cool. cool. I mean, a lot of people, you know, People collect them for different various reasons. Uh, maybe they want to collect the whole set or, you know, they just whatever the reason being people trade them. People, uh, you know, people sell them online or whatever. Uh, some of them. They're go the new pogs. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, I guess you could. they're like the new beanie babies. Yeah. Uh, I um, think I could go with um, one of these Funko Pop keychains. Now, I can tell you, the one I really wanted was the Tim Curry. Yeah, Tim Curry signed uh, Rocky Horror that I saw. It was still in the box, and they had it 500 bucks. Holy um, moly. Yeah, it was. It, like I said, the, some of these things can get quite expensive. Um, That'd be fun to have, but not Oh, definitely, fun. yeah. I mean, but that's the, like, some of these, the ones I have, I took them out of the box. Um I know. Yeah. Slap me on the hand. I don't, I, you know, I have no, I have no, uh, I have no, what's the word I'm looking for? Lord, I can't even talk today, but I, I have no, I don't see myself getting rid of them. So, okay. Uh, yeah, I have no need to get rid of them. I'm not going to trade them or anything. And, Keeping and them forever and ever and ever. That, and ever. That's right. That's, okay. that is correct. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but all in all, it was a good time. They have uh, one that they do out in uh, in Arizona, Mad Monster Party, and so they have the other one that comes here, Mad Monster Party in Charlotte, North Carolina. If you ever get a chance, I highly recommend going. Uh, like I said, you never know who you're going to run into. Uh, you never know what you're gonna what you're gonna find or anything like that. Uh, whilst I mean, people, I mean, it's like a it's like a giant comic-con almost but for horror right. movies uh, or horror neat. fans uh because the guy in front of us uh in line was actually dressed as uh <laughs> as rick from the oh, walking okay. dead yeah so you can go and cosplay and all that kind yeah of stuff. yeah okay um uh, there were several michael myers there um <laughs> several. <laughs> yeah uh Voorhees, scary clowns uh just people uh just dressed to the nines. I mean, literally with all this garb and stuff, I'm like, I, I don't even have time to file I my know. taxes. And, you <laughs> <Right>. know, <laughs> but, but it I was mean, interesting. To them, it's, yeah. I mean, it's fun. I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. Cool. I'm great. not a cosplay person though. I mean, I kind of wish I would be, I think it would be fun, but I just, like you said, I have other stuff going on. I'm not going to dedicate time to cosplay. Yeah. I can't do it. I mean, I just, you know, the amount of money and effort and stuff that goes into it. I just can't. A lot of it. money goes into it. Yeah. Um, my, my cosplay is Halloween. So Yes, exactly. <laughs> and the most wonderful time of the year. That's right. Halloween. I agree. I love it. Um, so with that being said, I just thought I'd share that little experience I had with you guys. And, uh, but yeah, Sounds if you fun. get a chance to go, go check it out. Uh, definitely, 
definitely check it out. Really enjoyed it. So with that being said, we're going to move on into the meat and potatoes of our show today. The horror movie trivia. Alright, so the way this is going to work is that we're, we each have 10 questions that we have devised to, for this little show. Um, so I have 10, she has 10, and we're going to ask each other questions. If we get it right, you get the, <laughs> the applause. <laughs> if not, you get the <laughs> bad news bears. Bad so. news. <laughs> So with that being said, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Let's 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 ladies first. Do your worst, ma'am. All right. Okay, my first question for you. What 1953 horror film was rebooted in 2005 starring Paris Hilton? That would be House of Wax. Woohoo! To the applause. That's right. Uh, yeah, you guys at home, you know, uh, play along. Uh, make it interesting. Bet somebody some money or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So uh, are we in agreement that these are going to move from easy to most difficult, I guess? Yeah, sure. Okay, I mean, I just want to make sure. <laughs> I mean, my, all of mine are probably really easy or really obscure. I, I don't know. I guess I what's I've, easy for one is going to be hard for another and vice versa. But that, That's we'll very see. true. All right, so mine for <laughs> this is how easy mine is. So my first one is, what was the name of the doll in the first Conjuring movie? <laughs> okay, this is kind of... Okay, I'm only going to have nine questions, sir, because that was pretty much one of my questions. Um, the name of the b- doll was Annabelle. That is correct. Woo! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 Um, but yeah. House of Wax sucked. Conjuring, good movie. Conjuring was good. <laughs> Honestly, I the the Conjuring was good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was worth some of the critical acclaim that it got. I did feel like it was a little overrated though. What do you think? I disagree. I disagree. Okay. And the reason I'm not being, it was bad by any means. Oh no, no, like no, no. It's just slightly overrated. I can see that to a certain extent, but um, with the types of horror movies you had coming in, coming in at around that time, um, I think this kind of set a precedent for other horror films. Um, yeah. I'm not going to say it was elevated horror. It was just horror movies done right. It's kind of like and, the meat and potatoes of horror movies. Yeah, it was. I thought it was really. It was done really well. I think it was yeah. a, an exceptional uh, way of storytelling. And mm-hmm. you know, James Wan. I mean, in my opinion, I mean, he's one of the best directors out there you could ask yeah. for. If um, you see his name on something, you you pretty yeah. much know it's going to be good. That's the way. I, that's the way I look at things. Now, was uh, he involved in the last Conjuring film that was made? He wasn't, was he? Um, I think he was involved with the story. Um, okay. I think he was involved with it, but he did not direct. And I think that it suffered because of that. It was still okay, but it wasn't nearly as good as the other ones. 
Yes. Um, in my opinion, some of the uh, spinoff movies from the Conjuring universe uh, have most definitely suffered because uh, he has he wasn't involved with them. Mm-hmm. So I did like the first Annabelle and the Annabelle one. I can't remember what it's called, um, where they're in the orphanage or whatever. Yes, I thought those Annabelle were both pretty cre- good. Yeah, Annabelle creation. I really enjoyed yeah. Um that last one, the Annabelle comes home. I like the idea of Annabelle, um, you know, being at the Warrens in the in the whole you know little museum they have set up there, or the like this whole I don't know what you would call it, like the, where they kept everything, like this yeah. sanctuary. Museum, I guess. Yeah, and like all these haunted objects and stuff. But uh, I just didn't like the storyline. I mean, I like the storyline, I guess, but. Like some of the things that were coming out of there, I thought they were, they could have been done so much better. That's kind of what I thought. I mean, it was worth watching. Don't get me wrong, but it, yeah, it was a little disappointing. Yeah, I agree. But better than a lot of the horror movies that are coming out now. So, yeah, I mean, it yeah, wasn't, it wasn't I, terrible. Yeah, no, it wasn't terrible at all. Um, with that being said, uh, let's move on to your second horror movie. All right. Here. Okay. What 1984 horror film was Johnny Depp's film debut? That would be A Nightmare on Elm Street. You are correct. Shutching. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't know that until just recently. I had no idea. You didn't know that that was his film debut? Yeah, I didn't know that was his first movie. I mean, like, why would I know that? But, um, it's been a little while since I've watched the movie, but I'm like, oh, hey, that's Johnny Depp. But I didn't know that was his first movie. That's kind of cool. Yeah, he um, he he's very young in that movie. Very young. Um, I didn't watch that movie until I was in my 20s. Now, really? I had remembered hearing about it when I was a kid, and I knew mm-hmm. the concept of Freddy Krueger, and it really, really scared me. Right. But I I didn't watch it until I was older. That movie scared the crap out of me. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. It did. Um, I had trouble sleeping. Like it, it was rough on me, but it was, I thought it was a really, the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Great movie. Yeah. The original, uh, was really good. And then like a lot of the ones that followed, they got really campy. Yes, they did. Um, they got really campy with Freddie and making him a larger than life figure than what he actually was. Um, so yeah, I mean, but yeah, I agree with you. The original, the original was the best one, um, in my opinion. Um. All right. So, what movie? What movie is this quote from? You're gonna need a bigger boat. Jaws. (laughs) At first, I was afraid. Is that too easy? (laughs) Is that (laughs) is that too much of a no brainer? Which was, I think, that was a great. uh, I loved the movie Jaws. I, I. just everything about it from the storytelling to the mechanical shark. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Bonus point. What was the name of the mechanical shark? Like, what did they call him? Oh, I have no idea. Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> what a name. <laughs> they called him Bruce. I, I, I don't know that, which is why if you watch finding Nemo, the shark in that movie is named Bruce. <laughs> oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Huh. It's a nice, nice little tie in there. Do you remember yep. hearing about that? 
I don't know if it was a rumor or if they ever debunked it or whatever. There was a rumor that there was a missing a person that was missing, but you could see them in the background almost as an extra in the film Jaws. Did you ever hear about that? There was a person missing. Yeah, like um, there was a missing person. This was back in the 70s or whenever Jaws was made. I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, there was a missing person. Uh, I think it was a woman. Could be wrong. But uh, people would watch Jaws later on VHS and they would see a woman in the background of the film, almost like an extra, that looked just like this missing woman. Really? Yeah, I need to, I should have looked at, or well, I didn't know you were going to bring up Jaws, but no. that's worth that's worth a Google. That's kind of interesting, but I can't remember whatever came of that, if they ever debunked that, or if it was that woman. Kind of interesting. Never heard that one. Or no. either, maybe not a missing person, maybe it was a girl that was murdered. I don't remember, but yeah, look it up. I have to check that out. Very cool. Yeah. All right, so what you got for your third question? Okay. Well, it's kind of a question, kind of not. I'm going to need you to fill in the blanks of the following song. You ready? You're going to have to sing. Ready, okay. You want to sing? Yeah. Okay. One, two. Freddy's coming for you. Three, four. Better lock the door. Five, six. Better crucifix. Isn't that right? Close. (laughs) Seven, eight. Uh, something about stay up late. <laughs> yeah, good enough. Nine, ten. Uh, Freddie's back again. Or okay, that's in one of them. But my favorite one was never sleep. Yeah, again. never sleep again. Yeah. Yeah. Give oh, yourself a round of applause. I know, right? If I can find the freaking button, <laughs> <laughs> you lost it already. I know, right? <laughs> Uh, very cool stuff. Yeah, I remember that one. Um, I think the first, I can't remember because it's been years since I actually seen the original Nightmare, but uh, I do recall that one was in the second one. Okay. That little song there because I think. With I think the, the kids second, and the jump no, rope No, I'm sorry. Whatever. The third one, the Dream the dream Warriors. Uh, yeah, where they were outside the house and the little girls were out there jumping rope and everything and they were singing that song. Yeah. All right. So. Great song. Yeah, great song. Uh, what horror movie character is known for wearing a William Shatner mask? Uh, is it Michael Myers and Halloween? <laughs> Michael Myers. Yeah. Yeah, Michael Myers. All right. Well, so far we're all tied up, but how is this all going to play out? I don't know. I got a few here that I may stump you on a couple of these, but you're good. Uh, I'm just looking. As long as I'm around, kid, you're only second best. <laughs> I'm second banana over here. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, after after level five, oh, after my fifth question, they all they all jack up a notch. Oh, boy. Yeah. And I told you before when you brought this up, I said, you're going to smoke me totally. Like, it's going to be bad. Nah, I don't think so. All if, right. if you come up with ones like I come up with, we 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 I might be in trouble. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So do your worst. Okay. Well, it's not my worst yet, but what was the highest box office grossing horror movie of all time? Uh, originally, I would have said that that would have been The Exorcist. However, I think that would be... Shit. 
What did you say? I said shit. Oh, you're very, very close. <laughs> um, I would say it is uh, Stephen King's It. Um, yes. <laughs> is it? Ladies and gentlemen, give him a round of applause. <laughs> Booyah. <laughs> the 2017 adaption of Stephen King's It. That is correct. That would have been chapter one. Yes. Yeah, I think uh, uh, I had seen where, because I, I think Exorcist at one point was one of the biggest yeah. top ones at, at at one point or another. Uh, which both- Exorcist, I think, is a category all on its own. You know, that I, I really started a whole new genre of horror movies I, that I we're agree. still, you know, making to this day. Yeah, um, I don't go for any of the other Exorcist movies other than the original. Um, yeah. Exorcist 2, The Heretic. What the hell is that about? I don't I don't even know. Um, <laughs> but. All right. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you sure? I'm sure. Okay. What color is Freddy Krueger's sweater? Ah. Uh, okay. I'm thinking <laughs> it's kind of a. Wow. Let me close my eyes. Let me think a minute. We're really relying heavily on Freddy Krueger this show. I see that. Um, okay, is it like an olive green with red stripes? Um, not that you had to be that specific, but red and green, and I'll accept it. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, who is was it? Olive oh, green with red stripes? Yeah. I don't know really? if it was olive green. It's oh. red and green is what I had wrote down. Okay. Yeah. So, so far, once again, tied up, tied up. You're awesome. Yeah. Um, it's going to get worse. It's going to get so much worse. I got one for you. Okay. Bring it. What is the name of the serial killer whose evil soul took over the quote unquote body of Chucky the doll? That would be Charles Lee Ray. Oh, you got it. I didn't think you'd get it. Uh, well, let's just say I'm down to nine questions now. Oh, okay. Well, hey, so then we're tied because you took my conjuring. I took your Charles Lee Ray. Perfect. Uh, that is great. Let's hope we don't take each, uh, uh, each other any more questions from each other. But yes, Charles Lee Ray uh, be an would extra short definitely episode. be uh, the Chucky, Chucky doll. The doll. The, yeah. Uh, which I believe was played by Brad Dorf. Um and he was wouldn't have known that, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah. All righty. So, Lord, this music I got playing in the background is creepy. All I hear is shit whispering in my Ooh. ear. Let me tell you real quick before I move forward. I was out in my shed earlier, and I, like I said, I got a little radio out there, and I, I catch the local radio station uh, right uptown here, and um, they play a, a, a very. I don't. I don't like eclectic old music, like good music, though. Uh, some of it I've heard. Some of it I've never heard at all before. Well, I was out there. When you're out there by yourself working in the shed, uh, the last song you want to start playing is Tiny Tim Tiptoe Through the Tulips. Somehow I knew you were going to say that. I don't know why. I'm telling you, it it creeped me the hell out. I was oh. like, Ooh, let's get that off before you know, yeah, something rises up that shouldn't. <laughs> I know. Now, do you think that you would be as scared of that song if you hadn't seen Insidious? Eh, probably, probably not. 
But I think it was that is one of the best scenes ever. Oh, I agree. I think it was a really great use of that song, and uh, mm-hmm. because of that movie, I think it's really gotten a a little bit of a notoriety with it now. Right. Uh, Which, if you look into Tiny Tim and some of the weird, he was a oddball dude. Have you ever seen the video, so he, like a, like the video of him actually singing that? No, I don't know if I have. You think I'll. I'll no offense to the lady who actually plays the nun, but if you have ever seen her without makeup, she's actually a beautiful woman. But Tiny Tim in male form actually looks like the female version oh, wow. of that lady. Oh, that's it, And when you're looking at it like that, watching him on, on video and seeing him sing it's very creepy it comes off very creepy because he's not belting anything out he's just got this he's got this long <laughs> long black curly hair that kind of douses around his face it's almost like shoulder length i guess you could say yeah. but he's just like like you could see him like his eyes are like shifty and like they're moving around and everything and yeah. he's just like tip <laughs> And it's really creepy. (laughs) It is. And like I said, I don't know if it would be as creepy if I hadn't seen Insidious. Oh, yeah. That, it's creepy. It is creepy. And then he did some weird publicity stunts. I think he got married on The Tonight Show. What? And he actually, yeah, he married one of his wives live on The Tonight Show or some kind of uh, late night television show like that might not have been The Tonight Show. And I believe, if I remember correctly, he died in front of a live audience. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. The life and times of Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim. But from everything I heard and read, he was a very nice fellow. I'm sure so, I'm sure he is. He just, just creepy as crap, but creepy very as nice hell. fellow. Yeah, yeah. Um, so who's who had... Oh, I think I had the next question in line. Okay. So question number five. After this, they all go downhill for you, not me. Um, oh. So... so with that being said, what was wrong with the house in the movie Poltergeist? Like, if you need clarification, oh, I'll go to the uh-huh. I, I think I know. I think I know what you're okay. talking about. It was built on top of graves. Yeah. And according to the movie, they never actually, they moved the graves. They just didn't move the bodies. Yeah, they just didn't move the bodies. They're like, okay, any stones or markers, yeah, those can go. But we're just going to leave these bodies here. Yeah. We're just going to chill and these... we're going to dig pools and we're going to do all this yeah. stuff. And, yeah. you know, all these bodies are going to be there. Do you remember that episode of Unsolved Mysteries? And I think the name of the segment was Black Hope Curse or Black Hope Horror or something like that. And it was something very similar to what happened in the poltergeist movie um, in a suburb outside of Houston no. where they um, built homes on top of graves. And then shit went down. It did. PDQ. Oh man. And there's a book at, about it too. Like this supposedly, you know, the construction of these homes really happened in this area. Now, whether they were actually haunted, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. But bodies were found during the construction of these homes. So, anyway. That's creepy. Um, You know, I think that's why we have horror movies now is because um, the real story inspires, you know, those who write movies to uh, come up with 
more horrific scenes because 90% of the time, the stuff that actually happened in real life is not nearly as scary as what they portray it as on film. But nonetheless, yeah, exactly. uh, you know, it's a bit of an adventure. So I, I definitely, right. I can, I can agree with that. So, yeah. but anyway, moving forward, anyway. what you got next? All right. Who was the writer and director of the 1981 film An American Werewolf in London? That would be John Landis. You are correct. (laughs) Very nice, sir. Yeah. Boo me. That's one of my favorite movies. I know that one. That's a great movie. Yeah. I love that movie. A great use of, uh, what is it? Uh, Is it? What's the what's the Credence Clearwater song that plays? Oh shoot, I can't remember which one it is. Is it "Looking Out My Back Door"? Oh man, I I know what you're talking about, and I can kind of picture the scene, but I cannot remember the song. But I know "Blue Moon" is played in there, and it is it is oh "Bad Moon Rising." I'm sorry. So yeah, okay. Credence Clearwater okay. revival, "Bad Bad Moon Rising," and the version of "Blue Moon" they play in there is just freaking phenomenal. And it could not have been played at a better time in the movie. Exactly, I love that. That is awesome. Great soundtrack. I love the dark comedy of it. Oh, you yeah. know, like his friend that comes back. I mean, and he decomposes with every oh, time yeah. he pops up. But it's just funny. It's creepy, but it's oh, funny yeah. at the same time. I love that movie. Jack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. I need to rewatch that. Oh man, I love it. The whole was it? Wait, I'm trying to think. Oh yeah, the whole uh, werewolf Nazis. That was it's crazy, crazy, yeah. crazy, crazy. All right, are you ready for your next one? I'm ready. How many people did Jason Voorhees kill in the original Friday the Thirteenth? Give me a second. No Googling. <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm sitting here and in my head it's going, nah, 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 nah. He didn't kill any. Oh, look at you. <laughs> hey, very good. Very good. All right. And why is that? I don't remember. Because <laughs> it's. <laughs> his, oh, because his mom was doing that it. That is correct. Yeah. That is correct. I forgot. Yeah. That is correct. Oh, oh very good. Very good stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, I kind of have a follow-up question okay, for you okay. to my last question. Okay. What legendary 1980s music video was also directed by John Landis? Um, repeat the question, please. What legendary 1980s music video was also directed by John Landis? Okay. Um, if I had to guess, I'm going to say Thriller. You are correct. Yeah. As always. <laughs> um, Did you ever watch that documentary? Or, well, I guess it was a documentary. It came out in the 80s about the making of Thriller. I, I think I did. I think I did. Don't don't quote me on that. When I was a kid, it came on VH1. Sometime around Halloween, they showed the Thriller video and they showed the documentary, the behind the scenes of the making of Thriller. And, of course, John Landis was in it and whatever. And I recorded that on VHS tape. And that was something that I would watch all the time. I would make my friends watch it when they came over. I just thought that was the most fascinating thing ever. <laughs> Nothing uh, wrong with notice, that. I know. You'll notice that I think they borrowed a lot of the, um, they borrowed a lot from American Werewolf in London. Yeah. I could definitely get the sense of that. Yeah. Um, But when you asked me that question, 
I was trying to think, you said 1980s, and for whatever reason, the very first thing that popped in my head, um, Lord, uh, oh, was Peter Gabriel's Sledgehammer. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I was like, why would he direct this? Why? I know that doesn't make any sense. All right. <laughs> I wish you had answered that because then I, I would have been one up on I know, you. but I, I stopped myself. I stopped myself. I was like, mm, yeah. I don't know why that popped in my head. <laughs> hey, I just have to ask you sure. uh, kind of a follow up, a throwback to an episode or two ago. Okay. Have you called back the uh, emergency Hall and Oates line? Call and Oates? Have I called it back? Yeah. Have you had any reason in your life to need to call it up again and get your emergency Hall and Oates? Not with Spotify. Okay. I was just. just Did checking. you? Have you? I'm not going to answer that. Where'd you call I from? I might have needed. Hmm? <laughs> Where'd you call from? <laughs> My cell phone. <laughs> and of all the other songs, I picked Maneater again. Like I said, sometimes you just need to you just need to hear Maneater. Maneater is a classic, and you can't go wrong it's a with classic. it. Classic. Uh, what was the other one? Kiss is on my list. Yeah, that's a good. Uh huh. Rich that's, girl. Mm-hmm. Those are. Those, I mean, there's. I mean, there's just something to be said and appreciated about Hollow Notes. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but they're kind of under the radar. But what would we do without them? I agree. Um, they they're more. I think they've become a lot more more mainstream than ever. Yeah, I think so too. And in case y'all didn't know, this has now become a Holland Oates fan <laughs> podcast. <laughs> oh goodness! Let's see here. Let's see here. All right, here we go. What move? Uh, what movie does the following movie quote come from? Don't blame the. Mm, sorry, let me start over. Don't blame the movies. The movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. Hmm. I don't know. <sighs> I, I really don't know. I'm just going to venture a guess. Okay, and I'll probably be wrong. I'm just going to say American Psycho. <laughs> Oh, no. Good guess, um, but it actually comes from the movie Scream. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, Billy Loomis says this. Uh, he actually makes a reference to the movie Psycho, uh, actually, at the end of the movie. And um, I think somebody mentions somewhere along there in dialogue about uh, about the movies, you know, making you know, guys watch too, one too many horror movies or something like that. And he's always like, don't blame the movies. The movies don't create psychos. Movies make psychos more creative. And that's when there's, <laughs> I think that's when Billy and um, Stu are stabbing each other in the stomach. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. So, ah. so it's come down to bare bones here. Um, I think this is going to be the only chance that I get to possibly stump you. So I mean this I mean how on on a, on a scale of one to ten like what is like this next question you're about to ask how difficult I mean what's the difficulty rating on this next question? Maybe a seven point four one. That's awful specific. Uh, so we're just going to round it to seven. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Okay. 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 Bring it. Well, you were just talking about Psycho. What was the name of the character in Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho who got stabby-stabbed in the shower by Mother, a.k.a. Norman Bates? 
Oh my god. Shut up, cat. Is that your real cat? No. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I kept hearing a cat and I didn't want to say anything because I'm like, oh, there she is. Maybe I heard her jingle jingle. Oh, no. No, that's that's on the the backtrack there. Okay. Um, Well. Yeah, what was the name of the character in the shower? I don't know. I'm just going to take a stab at her first name. Not that I know the full Mary Ann. I don't it. know. You're close. Really? It, it was Marion Crane. <gasps> Lord, I was so close. Ah. Uh, yeah. So, hey, Ooh. but lucky for you, we're even. We're even. We're we are even. even again. Yeah. Um, so, are you ready? I'm ready. And I only have one question left. You only have one question left? Um, After I ask this one, I will only have one question left. Okay, well then I don't know how I got two behind you, but somehow I think I did. No, you started it off. Oh, okay. Okay, then we're good. Yeah, you started it off. So as of right now, like once I ask this question, you'll be, you will be equal again. We will have asked the same number of questions. Okay. And then we have one more follow-up question each, and so we'll be done. All right, so in the film, Carrie, what kind of blood is used to pour over her head? Like in the film, what mm-hmm. kind of blood is used to, that her bullies use to pour over her after she is crowned prom queen? It was pig's blood. Of course it was. Of course it was. Of course it was. Do you know what they used? Uh, like. Ah, uh, no, I don't. Corn syrup. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. That would have been a damn sticky mess, and I would have been mad. Oh, as hell. it would have. I would. And been... how many takes of that did they have to do? God knows. God only knows. Um, that was a really good movie. Yeah, I didn't like the second one, Carrie Two: The Rage. I think it was about I never, her daughter. I don't think I ever watched that. Eh, it wasn't worth it, in my opinion. Okay. Well, then I won't take time out of my life to watch it. Okay. So. Down to the wire here. We are officially okay. even up. I should have saved my Marion Crane question for last because I feel like that was my hardest one. But <laughs> I'm just glad it's over with. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so I have yet one more and one last John Landis follow-up question. Okay, okay. Name the 1983 film partially directed by Landis that was marred by tragedy when three cast members were killed on set during the making of the film. That would be the Twilight Zone, the movie. You are correct. Yes! Because I remember that that was actually, uh, was it a helicopter crash? or uh, um, yes. I think it was a helicopter crash because I remember hearing about that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Bam, bam. Tomorrow and two child actors. That is correct. Um, yeah, I remember hearing about that. Uh, yeah, apparently I know my John Landis. Apparently, so uh, apparently, and apparently I'm obsessed with John Landis. Like half of my list is John Landis related. John Landis, give us a call. All right, are you ready for your? Is the this is the final? If you were well, anyway, I was going to say final girl, final question, but. 
I don't know. Oh, I don't know about that. But I don't know about that. Okay. So, go ahead. what is the name of the demon in the movie The Exorcist? Oh, shoot. Mm. Rats. Uh, no, that does not his name. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. well, it might as well be because I no. can't remember it. I mean, uh, yeah, take a step. Not like Legion or something, is it? No. Okay, what was it? It was Pazuzu. No, it was. Was it really? Yeah, it was. That's stupid. <laughs> That's a dumb name. That's almost as stupid as Zebo the Clown. (laughs) Now, okay, so in the movie, yeah, that was the name. Um, I don't know. I I don't know. I read something somewhere that they never actually say it in the movie, but I could have swore that they did. Um, but with that being said, I give you, I give you a bonus one here. Okay. How in the movie they actually make reference to this. So Reagan says that she was talking with someone on a Ouija board. What was that someone's name? I have no idea. Captain Richard. <laughs> Captain Howdy. Captain Howdy. Captain Howdy. Okay. Captain Howdy is uh, apparently so. Apparently, this is it. Doesn't really address it in the movie. It makes mention of it, and you kind of have to do the legwork yourself. But long story short, we know in the earlier on in the film that uh, Reagan uh, tells her mother that she was messing around with the Ouija board. Uh, she was talking with um, one of her friends, aka Captain Howdy. Uh, Captain Howdy is how the demon Pazuzu presents itself to. Reagan. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. I'm going to give you a little bonus question. Bring it. Okay. In the Amityville horror book movie, whatever. Ryan Reynolds. What was. No! Wow. Okay. Not where I was going, but all (laughs) righty. Oh, anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh. Oh my gosh. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. What was the name of the demon pig that the little girl, Missy, became friends with? In the Amityville Horror? Hmm? We're talking about the old school Amityville. Yeah. I think it was in the book and in the movie. I never read the book. Okay. Hmm. So this is a demon pig. Yeah. And at first they thought it was an imaginary friend or an imaginary pig, whatever. Um, But anyway, so they didn't know if it was some kind of a demonic force or what it was that was supposedly haunting this kid. Now, again, I think that whole thing was a hoax, but I'm not, that's for another show, but. I, what was the name of the pig? I, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to say Hambone. <laughs> oh, it was Jody. No, Jody. <laughs> it was Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> 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 I'm 
Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds was the name of the demon being. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Um speaking of horror movies, have you watched the new Halloween Kills? No, I haven't. I don't know where they're going with this Halloween franchise. Um, like I said before, and I've mentioned, it, I'll say it again. I've not been a big fan of how of of Michael Myers. Okay, I just don't. Right, think he's that, never been your guy. Yeah, right? I just don't think there's anything scary about someone who wears a William Shatner mask, <laughs> paints it white, and you know, there's so many. There's just so many unanswered questions, and. They failed to do that with the original sequels following the original Halloween movie. So with this new reboot, I guess you could say, these movies actually go back to the original. And so it's as if uh, you have the original and then the the very in this storyline, the very first se- uh, sequel is Halloween, the one that came back out in uh, 2018. Oh, okay. So, like, the rest of the Halloween universe didn't happen. Exactly. They're erasing everything after that. So, then you have uh, Halloween Kills, and then, uh, which is the last one that came out. The new one will be coming out this Halloween called Halloween Ends. With that being said, um, in this one, they have really chalked Michael Myers up to being something uh, supernatural. Uh, so yes, spoilers, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Um, they're really chalking that up and just way beyond anything my brain can comprehend. And the reason I say that is like, is he a freaking luck dragon? I mean, is is he, (laughs) what is going on here? Because there's just stuff that happens in here that shouldn't happen. Yes, you right. have a certain level of campiness in any type of horror movie that you um, come across. And, you know, it, I guess you have different levels of campiness. But this one here, I don't know if it was just shitty writing. <laughs> shitty writing. Yeah. I mean, literally, it felt to me like someone wrote with a shit pen. and Like they were... Phoning it in for sure. Yeah. Okay. So example, there is a scene in here where there is a van or SUV full of people. Uh, I wouldn't say full of people, but there's two people in the second or in the back seat. Uh, There's someone in the front passenger seat. Michael Myers is on top of the hood, uh, like the hood or the roof of this vehicle. Um, He grabs uh, the woman that is sitting in the front passenger seat grabs her by the back of her hair. Okay. This woman has a gun in her hand. She begins (laughs) shooting up into the roof, trying to hit him while he's holding her. His other hand is busy pulling the woman out on, on the other side of the car. What? Yes. That he can reach from, you mean to tell me I'm like a stretch arm. Yes. Like he is pulling this one woman, like he's got her by the back of her head, the back of her hair on the driver, on the passenger's front seat. And this person here is sit. The next person he reaches for is is sitting behind the driver in the second row. And so he has reached across. Well, even though he still has a chunk of hair of the woman 
in the passenger seat, he has reached across and backwards, mind you, to reach in, grab this woman and pull her out and throw her to the ground with one arm. I'm really trying to picture this and I'm having trouble. I know. I know. It, How many arms does he have? How much does he stretch? That's <laughs> that is supernatural. But see, here's the thing. It does not show him all the whole time. All this is happening. You are seeing it from the inside of the vehicle. Okay. So you're not watching him on top. You're simply watching everything unfold from inside the vehicle. Well, they didn't have the budget for that. I have no idea. That sounds stupid. I agree. I was really pissed off at this point. This is where they, this is where they lost me. Um, but I not, think the last one I watched the one in 2018 or yeah, whenever it came out, it was okay. I was disappointed. Yeah, I was too. It was just okay. That yeah. was like I think I went on a matinee day at yeah. the theater, so tickets were cheap. I wouldn't have been happy if I'd had to pay full price. Oh, I agree. I'll put it that way. Um, with that being said, there was following this the woman he pulls out that is sitting behind the driver's seat. He pulls her out, throws her to the ground. Um, he reaches, she gets up. She begins to run away, then realizes she forgot that she had a gun in her purse. She comes back. <laughs> she forgot. Yeah, because I, hell, I forgot too. Because when she come running back, I was like, "Where'd she get the gun from?" And she yeah. starts firing into the vehicle. And it's anyway, a, she just started blasting. Yeah, and Michael's like, somehow or another, through a chain of events, he is now in the driver's seat, and he's like cold cocked to the side, like he's just chilling, like. He's adjusting the radio or something. And the next thing you know, like he, she starts firing. Well, as she gets close enough to him, uh, the door is open. The door on his side is open. She goes to fire one time. Michael kicks the door. He kicks the door open even further. When that happens, the door hits the tip of her gun, swings it around in her <laughs> hand, and she shoots her own damn self. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's... No. That's stupid. That's stupid. I agree. And that's lazy writing, if you ask I me. agree. Not to mention the fact... Now, Now, what's even more is that Jamie Lee Curtis, who plays Laurie Strode... Um, they even like she even mentions it that really yeah that the more he kills the more he transcends into being something more but they never say what but yeah if you want my opinion i think all right so in the original franchise from the first to the second one it was not established that michael and lori were actually brother and sister until the second one. Really? Yeah. I didn't remember that. Yeah. And the first one, he was just around there to kill all the babysitters. Sure. Uh, so at this point, but see, that's what I don't understand. I'm like, okay, well, well, if that is the case, that if they're not brother and sister, then he's just chasing a girl for no reason. Now one could chalk it up to say, oh, well, he's just going back because she was the only one to survive that night. Well, actually, she wasn't. So here's the thing, and this is my personal take on everything. I think what's going to end up happening in the final one is that they're going to show in this new story that they're going to show that Michael and Lori are indeed related 
whether they know that or not, they're going to show that they are indeed related. With that being said, I believe that Laurie is going to have to die to kill Michael. Oh, okay. I believe it's going to have to be some sort of trap uh, because I actually saw a movie um, years ago. I'm trying to think of what it was called. Ravenous, which is a really good movie if you've never seen it. So in that movie, the only way to kill the villain in that was for the hero to trap the villain along with himself in a giant bear trap. Huh, okay. And so basically you have the hero holding the villain down um, to you know, let the trap snap when it does. And I, I got a feeling it's going to be something similar to that, whatever the, right. the trap or the case is. Um, or it's going to be a burning house and she burns along with it. Nope. Or- not, not going to happen because no? he, he, come, that was the very first thing that happened in this one. He comes oh, emerging yeah. from the burning house. Yeah. He, he's really good at escaping house fires. I forgot about that. AKA not dying. That's right. And he I, must be supernatural because this guy, or a cat, because this guy has multiple lives. But they have got they have got some hella explaining to do, in my opinion. You have got they a do. lot of ties to tie together. Yeah, I'm. I'm not. Uh, my hopes aren't super high for this one. Yeah, me neither. But I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it anyway, just because I don't. Yeah, want I to. probably will too. But yeah. <laughs> my husband no. and I watched it. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Uh, I was just going to say, we watched a B movie on, I think it was Amazon Prime, maybe, called School Spirits. Did you ever see that one? School Spirits. I think Yeah, it was. I don't think I've ever watched the movie, but I do remember seeing it on Amazon Prime. uh, Yeah, that was the latest spooky movie I watched, I guess. Um, This is not a movie recommendation. It was pretty dumb. But for what I can remember, it was a fairly clean movie. Um, You know, like. Probably pretty suitable for kids. It was just right. about a haunted school. And uh, anyway, yeah, not, I obviously don't remember much about it. I just didn't know if that one rang a bell to you if you saw it. No, I don't think I've ever actually watched it, but I do know what you're referring to. Because um, we were either going to watch, I could pick between that or that movie from the 80s called High Spirits. Oh, High Spirits would have been it for me. I should have picked that one, but I thought, ah, eh, School Spirits, that looks fun. Um, so next one, I'll, I'll definitely pick High Spirits. Have you seen High Spirits? No, I've never seen it. Oh my gosh. You got to watch it. Well, I will. Peter O'Toole, Steve Gutenberg, Daryl Hannah. Yeah, the cast is just kind of, the cast is what grabbed me. I thought, oh, a perfect like 1980s soup. Oh, uh, who's the other one? Uh, Liam Neeson. He's even in it. Very young Liam really? Neeson. Yeah. And Beverly yeah. Uh, D'Angelo. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh very good Maybe stuff. Maybe I'll watch it today. It's 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 comedy um comedy ghosts, I guess you could say comedy ghosts. Uh but I yeah. love funny ghosts. Yeah, yeah. I I like that movie. That was a good movie. Uh definitely um Jennifer Tilly's even in it. Um Really? I'm trying to think uh, of the other gentleman. I can't think of the actor's name. Um but uh long story short, yeah, go watch it. Sure. I won't spoil anything for you, but go watch it, go watch it. Okay, maybe today. Yeah, and we'll we'll discuss that next time. Yeah, right. I, I'm working on some stuff for the future. I, some a story that I have a personal tie to. Okay, um, I'm just trying, and it, which also ties into another story. What? There's murder involved. <gasps> there's uh, prostitution oh involved. My God. There's drugs involved. Like what? it's going to be a wild time. 
I need to put this together, but y'all stay tuned because it's going to be a wild ride coming to a uh, podcast <laughs> server near you. So let me ask you this, because uh, this is the first I'm hearing about it, folks. It's the first I'm hearing about it. Um, with that being said, let me ask you, is this like something that we need to like puzzle together? Like this is a murder mystery theater or something? That would be kind of cool. <laughs> I'm serious because I neat. am down for that. Now, I mean, if as long as if you put if you put all the clues together. And like, yeah, I'm down for that. Let's do that. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. And I'm just going to throw out a little hint here for one of the parts of the story. I feel like Ryan Reynolds would be. <laughs> ah, yeah, Ryan Reynolds. Yep. Shut her down, folks. It's Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Thank you. You beautifully handsome keep- bastard. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need to keep that sound effect in every episode. I agree. For whatever for reason or another, reason. I got two more here. I need to change out to swap out to. Uh, I need to get some good stuff in here, like something funny. Um, I love sound effects. I do too. I love sound effects. Um, um, but, but yeah, yeah I'm I feel sorry. Like Go ahead. You would probably be smart enough to realize that the guy that committed the crime did not commit the crime. I'll tell you that much. Um, well, now that you told me that, I know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was about to say Colonel Mustard in the library with Mustard. the candlestick. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, yeah, it's going to be a wild ride. I just need to put it together. We're playing Clue. Yeah. That would we're be gonna cool. We're going to try. I definitely look forward to that. I don't know what you got brewing over there, Lexi, but I'm digging it. Okay. It's very avant-garde. It's it's something else. It's very cool. Very cool. I I definitely look forward to uh, the day that uh, that premieres here on the show. I have no idea what's in store for that, folks. So, yeah, I definitely looking forward to that. I love a good murder mystery. Yeah. Oh, just throwing this out there. It's not a mystery anymore. Well, part of it is still a mystery. Part of it is a mystery. And perhaps you may be able to help solve a mystery. Are we going to have our own crime? Call Crime Stoppers now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'll tell you what. If you make this happen, I will get you the Unsolved Mysteries theme song (laughs) on here for the sound effects. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be perfect. (laughs) That would be great. That'd be great. Or like every time I say something new or I come on, you're... Or however it goes, update. <laughs> I'm Robert Stack. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Stack was great. He had one of those phenomenal voices. Oh, yeah. I'm sure we've talked about this on the show multiple times probably, but you saw him in basketball, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. I remember okay. that now. I didn't even know he was in basketball, and I just randomly came across it one time. I think my husband was watching it on TV, and I came through the room and that was on. I about died. That was Robert Stack scene in basketball. If anybody hasn't seen it, look it up. It's hilarious. <laughs> I hear something. Can you hear it? Very, very faintly. It sounds like the Unsolved Mysteries theme, though. 
That song's such a banger. It is. Too bad it's not the original, but I will find the original. <laughs> I, I will. used to have it set as a ringtone on my phone. Really? Yeah. That sounds like a good ringtone. Back when people had actual ringtones. Do people use ringtones anymore? I have I know a ringtone. A while back, we talked about um, ringback tones, but yeah. you have like actual personalized ringtones not yes, just i do dun, 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 you have actual ringtones yes um mine is currently the mandalorian theme in the style of rock okay um before that it was yellowstone <laughs> oh okay yeah um, i found the spotify yellowstone playlist it's like gosh probably 15 hours long i'll play that at work and it's just if you haven't found the spotify yellowstone playlist look it up it's great um, yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, Jason Isbell and uh, Ryan Bingham and Whiskey Myers, Whiskey Myers, yeah, Sturgill. Whiskey Simpson. Myers was here yesterday and I wanted to go, but tickets were sold out. Oh, gosh, sad. Yeah, I know uh, a friend of mine just bought Garth Brook ticket. Really? Yeah, I bet those cost a pretty penny. I imagine so. Not, I had a chance years ago to go see him, like back when he was, um, like. I don't know, like real big in the nineties. Um, I might've been 13, 14 years old. And unfortunately I didn't get a chance to go. So, right. but anyway, you know, it is what it is, Yeah. but he's oh. still alive. You're still alive. There's still time. That's right. <sighs> My goodness. I feel like the day is wasting away. It is. This time change has me all discombobulated. Yeah, me too. Time change, I like so. it. I like that. Um, I do like that it stays light later. So I don't feel like I turn into a pumpkin at 6 p.m. You know, because I don't see very well in the dark. So I feel like I'm kind of trapped at home at 6 o'clock, 6.30. I think you just um, showed but- a little bit more um, southern accent there, Alexi. <laughs> Did I? You said What, what was it? So I Did I? <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> oh, no. I, I just, you know. Oh, right. no. That way I don't feel like I'm going to turn <laughs> back into a pumpkin. I was like, what? Where'd that go? <laughs> I'm going to have to replay that. That's that's funny. Yeah. A I turn into a pumpkin. A pumpkin. A pumpkin. Sometimes I can't control it. I try, but it just comes out. I oh, can't I, control it. Oh, I agree. But now that the time has changed, I went from, oh, going to bed at 8 o'clock because it was dark. To now, I'm staying up till one o'clock in the morning. I hate it. Just ready to rage. I mean, it's I don't know. See, if I stay, if I I'll st- get used to if it. If I were going to bed at one, I might as well stay up because I'm usually up at around. My alarms start going off at three thirty. Oh wow! Yeah. yeah. So I'd be out the door anyway. But yeah, <laughs> stupid. You got to go to bed early. Yeah, pretty much. But anyway. Guys, gals, that's going to wrap up today's episode. I really enjoyed this no, episode. This was a good one. I did too. I did too. Did we tie or did you beat me? I think I beat you by one, but we're going to call it okay. a draw. Because, you okay. know, the reason we're going to call it a draw is because we got to have round two later on. We do. Yeah. We do. Next and maybe time, we won't have so much overlap of the questions. Yeah. Next time is going to be round two, no holds barred. Period. One, two, Freddie's coming for you. Yeah, yep. Absolutely. So. But anyway, I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm de- I'm down for it. I'm definitely down for it. We're gonna have to mix it up and add some more stuff in there because 
I'm ready. I'm ready to throw hands. These hands are rated yeah. E for everyone. You're ready to throw hands. All right, let's throw hands. Let's throw hands. I'm gonna turn you into a pumpkin. Whatever that meant. What'd you do last night? <laughs> turn into a pumpkin. Turn into a pumpkin. <laughs> well, anyway, guys, this is going to end this episode of the Southern Inspector Podcast. Uh, don't forget to follow us on social media uh, at Facebook, uh, Instagram, and all those other good stuff. Um, TikTok, yeah. If you like what you hear, please do us a favor and leave uh, rate us uh, five stars wherever you listen to podcasts at. And please feel free to uh, send us an email. You can re- uh, send us an email at. Um, the email address that goes along with the show. <laughs> which well, I was is, about to say it. I was about to help you out and I drew a blank myself. The Southern Inspector Podcast at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Yep. I'm not That's on it, it today. <laughs> I'm dreading because tomorrow's Monday. Boo. I know. Boo. All right, guys. We are out. Y'all stay safe. Take care of each other. Lexi. Stay Southern Skeptic and Spectre Spooky. Talk to you next week. Yeah! Yay! All right, guys. Later. <laughs>